0: hi this is charles kelly money tips great to see you all again thanks for tuning in for the likes and the shares i really appreciate it and thanks for those who also come along to my webinars that's great as well well i want to give you some well it's it's bad news really but it's also may open up opportunities for you so it might be some good news and that is that interest rates will rise property prices will continue falling but opportunities will open up for property buyers, first-time buyers, investors, and so on. Uh, Now, the Bank of England and the Federal Reserve have hinted and and kind of made it clear that rates rises are on the cards. I think the Fed said they're not going to reduce rates this year, or certainly for the foreseeable future. This is in response to the market saying, we need a rate reduction to boost the economy, and the Bank of England uh, are are more or less the same. And, you know, I, I think it's inevitable that we're going to see maybe one next month maybe you see a, a small rate rise maybe another one after that before rates start coming down uh, uh, towards the end of the year so if you're looking at fixed rates you want to talk to your broker and say well is this a good time to fix should i wait a while what should i do it it's quite a big decision but definitely wholesale money market rates the, the rates at which banks lend to each other like like for instance the LIBOR, the sonyos are up in the five percent so it's pointing towards a rate rise there um inflation in the UK is currently at 10.1 percent so it seems to be stubborn it's it's fixing itself at a higher rate and we know that food inflation is officially at, at over 17 percent, but I believe it's much more I mean I've just been to the shops today, and, like eggs. I, I don't know what's going on with eggs. What, what, there's either nothing left um, or they're, they're £3 a box where, where I used to pay about £1.30, £1.40. Now they're £3 a box. Well, that's not 17%, that's double. And that's just one example. That's a staple kind of thing in your diet. Uh, but I don't know what's going on with eggs. You go there and the, the, sh- the shelves are bare. It's like some panic on. In fact, one supermarket told me, I said, why is there no eggs here? He said, well as soon as we put them on the shelf that the local restaurants and all come and buy them all i, I thought i thought they buy from wholesalers anyway that's another subject but inflation's at 10 percent now the bank of england's target rate is two percent i'm going to put a photo of this up uh, uh, as well so, so you can see they have a target inflation rate of two percent so the inflation is now five times the target rate now the target rate is ridiculous really i mean why don't they set a target rate of five or six percent to start with and then come down no they're going for a target rate so no wonder they're putting up rates what do you think they're going to do if their their uh, method for bringing down inflation is higher interest rates that's their blunt instrument the only thing to bring down the inflation that they caused right is higher interest rates and that the, the inflation is at 10 percent and they want to bring it down to two percent what do you think they're going to do which it's, it's obvious they're going to keep increasing rates or keep them higher you know so there is going to be some pain now I've, I've hinted there that they they've caused this inflation I believe in, in my my own opinion and what I've read that inflation is not caused by this Ukraine war it, it, that's help that's poured oil on the fires But it was brewing for quite a while it's been brewing since 2008 when they printed all this money this this new term come out called quantitative easing which is basically creating money out of thin air and and then again in the last few years they've just printed billions and trillions of dollars pounds and euros and and that's what's caused inflation if you look back to the roman times when they had the silver coins and they didn't have enough silver they started to water down the, the value of the silver in those coins. Uh, they started to put uh, cheaper elements in the in the, in the the coin rather than silver. Well, of course, now the, the, the money that we've got is not backed by anything. It's just, you know, it's just pieces of worthless metal. Uh, and the paper money is is not backed by gold or any precious metals. But that brought down or, or led to the downfall of the, the Roman Empire, inflation and all that sort of stuff, that the, the worthlessness of money. And every one of these currencies, if you look back over history, have always eventually failed. Uh, Cretius is another one. I've heard that person as Rich as Cretius. He controlled the money in his day, you know, thousands of years ago. So most of these things have come to an end after a certain amount of time, maybe 100 years, 50 years or whatever. And we could see this happening to to the dollar uh, because... They've just inflated the value. It's a bit like the publican watering down the beer. I mean, so I'm going to give you a funny uh, demonstration. This is a uh, washing up liquid, right? Now, if I want to create more washing up, and I just fill that up with water, yeah, I've got a whole bottle of washing up liquid rather than half. But is it the same? No, it's watered down. It's not as much value. It won't wash your stuff as much as as the concentrated washing up liquid does, right? it's it's devaluing it and it's the same with a pound it's the same with a dollar if you keep printing more of it and it's just going out there it devalues it another example could be a company if you if you own a limited company and you've got a hundred shares and it's there's a hundred pound in the company that's one pound per share great so if someone holds a share they've got one pound of that share but if the company then goes and issues more shares and issues a thousand shares and there's still the same amount of money in the company then what that share is then only worth 10p. So I know it might sound a bit complicated, but I believe that the Bank of England have caused this. And now we are suffering uh, through inflation, through the loss of our savings, through seeing our savings devalue and the money devaluing by 10% a year. We are the ones suffering. Do you think? the bank of england care that they're officially driving us into recession and in america and here we're going to be driven into what they call official recession a lot of people will say well we're already in recession aren't we the economy's not growing that much and they're fiddling the figures anyway so i i believe that they are going to see we're going to see a recession this will drive uh, demand down for things for goods and services it will demand drive demand down for property and for the stock market as well and i think we are going to see Uh, towards the end of this year, as people react to higher interest rates and they come out of of mortgages and remortgages and try and remortgage at a a higher uh, interest rate, maybe it just won't be worth it. Maybe maybe some will lose their properties altogether because if their payments have doubled, they can't keep up with it. We know that the, the mortgages agreed are going down, that even the remortgages agreed are going down, despite the fact that every year people have to, you know, a certain hundreds of thousands of people have to remortgage, for a new rate every month so what's going to happen now do the, do these people at the bank of england care what do you think do you think they care do you think andrew bailey gives a, a, a damn about the average person uh he's the, the governor of the bank of england but there was a uh a furious reaction from one of the bank of england chiefs called uh hugh pill that's hugh h-u-w pill it, it's hugh is a welsh name uh I, it's a welsh variation on h U-G-H, U-Pill said, Britons, right, he's saying, you need to accept that you are poorer. And I took a photo of this and I'm going to put it up on the screen in a while. You need to accept, you need to accept that you are poorer. That's what he said. I took a photo, I couldn't believe it. Britons must accept they're worse off and stop asking for more pay, a Bank of England chief says. Now, do you know what this guy earns? Do you know how much this guy earns? £190,000 he lives in a one and a half million pound home in London in a very trendy part of uh, Bayswater he's got a nice little muse house I would say that house is probably worth more like 2 million 190,000 a year uh, and he's telling us oh you must accept you're poorer the Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey is on over half a million a year and they're telling us what to do and they cause this problem they are the architects of of this inflation why I don't know uh, it was to prop up the economy prop up the banks Uh, make sure that the economy didn't go into recession if they'd allowed the economy to go in recession i think we'd be coming out of it by now and coming out stronger Uh, so that that's my that's my rant about these people that tell us what to do do as i say not as i do you can suffer you're just the plebs you're just the peasants we will sit here on our thrones in the bank of england barely done a day's work in our lives, never run a business, never suffered uh, and, and tried to build up a business and and deal with all the problems of, of, you have with running a business like higher electricity, like all the other problems that we've got. No, they just sit there and pontificate and tell us that we need to be accept that we are poorer. Well, I'm not going to accept that I'm poorer. I, I'm going to get through this and I want to show you how you can get through it as well. Now, another thing about property, just before I come on to that, is a RICS report, RICS. Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors. They carry out nearly all the surveys on behalf of lenders, right? So they go out when when you get for, go for a mortgage, and the lender says you need a survey report, valuation. It's a RICS surveyor, someone with that qualification. A RICS surveyor. That will carry out the valuation they're like the trusted people like a lawyer or that the, the body that they belong to is like a trusted professional body uh, like accountants you have the chartered accountants lawyers you have the solicitors regulation well this is the, the equivalent of surveyor so you can't just get any guy turn up so yeah i think this is worth half a million or yeah i see there's a crack i think there might be a crack there i don't know so the ricks are trained to do this they they go through a lot of qualifications now they've said they're predicting a fall in the market price of properties by around five percent we know that demand is going down home buyers you know inquiries, sales the only th- point that's going up in fact is is first-time buyers uh, more first-time buyers are getting on the market in response to lower prices they're now suddenly able to, to buy with, with the lower prices obviously rents are going up through the roof as I reported previously so maybe it's tipping that tipping point where you might be just cheaper buying than renting although in some parts of the country that's not the case okay so they're predicting a fall but I think there are opportunities now for first-time buyers and property investors as prices come down to more reasonable levels this is not a question of being you know you're waiting to swoop like a vulture this is a question of you know if you're an investor you want to find value in in the property that you're buying I went to see a property in London uh yesterday and you know frankly it was it was okay it needed a bit of money spent on it but the figures don't add up if you look at the higher interest rates on the mortgage that you'd obtain as a buy let it just doesn't add up uh it, it you know it's just not viable um you know i won't go through the whole details of, of the deal but of course it, at, when you're looking at rates at two and three percent yes it would yeah you've got a profit there you can you can make some money on that but not when the rates are five maybe six percent you know if you're buying in a limited company for instance so it just didn't add up and that's what that's what's happening with a lot of uh you know investors they're saying well you know this deal doesn't you know it's it's not wiping its feet it doesn't add up so just watch out for that but if prices come down and maybe rates come down at the end of the year we might see a a better market for investors i know that prices are coming down because i get agents saying we've reduced the price of this flat we've reduced this price i see properties hanging around on the market for longer than they should be um, unlike a couple of years ago when people are queuing up to, to buy properties now what do you think the big boys are doing? The hedge funds, the the investment banks, and all these sorts of things—they're they're buying property. Uh, Blackstone in America have just raised thirty billion dollars to buy property. They they're, they're, they're going to they've raised this money through the markets, maybe through a bond issue. Which I'd love to be able to issue bonds and say, I'm going to issue this ten million pound bond. You give me your money, and I'll pay you you know four or five percent on the on the interest. Great, or two percent or three percent, depending on who you are. No, they've issued, they've raised this money and and they're looking to buy properties. Maybe they're looking for the bargains in the market. So, you know, property is still a safe investment. What do they used to say? Um, Safe as, remember that expression? Safe as houses, right? Property. People need somewhere to live. Population is still going up. Um, You know, more divorces, more more properties needed. All these sorts of things. People living longer. All these, these dynamics come into play. Meaning that property will always be, in the long run, a sound investment. Maybe in the short term, you've got to be careful if you're going into something where you're you're planning to to buy something and flip it. You know, yeah, can you? I, I don't know. The time you pay for stamp duty and all the rest of it, is it worth it? Buy, refurbish, yeah, you can add value to a property. Buy, refurbish, and then refinance to keep it for a perpetual income. Get your money out, and you've got a perpetual income. These are all good ideas. I teach this in some of my training courses as well. But look, what I want to ask you is, what is your biggest money worry? What is your biggest money worry? Now, Americans were asked this who'd retired in in a couple of years ago. They did a survey of retired Americans. And their biggest worry was not dying, was not ill health. It was running out of money. Uh, Because a lot of people are short on their pensions. They haven't got quite enough pensions in in their pension pot. Um, maybe that the, the income they're on is, is more fixed and the, and the prices are going up. So a lot of people are, are worried and we do live in challenging times, as we've just discussed. But through training, through money management and education, you can learn to not only survive a recession, but thrive in a recession. You can learn how to, to build wealth, to get control of your finances and build wealth for the future. So to help you do this, I'm running a, a webinar Uh, It'll be on Wednesday night, next Wednesday, called Three Steps to Success Money Management. And I want to take you to the next level. I want to help you first of all, get control of your finances, then help you build wealth over time by making the right choices, the right investments. And and thirdly, to maintain that consistency with with the help of maybe some coaching or whatever, but to maintain that consistency. So join me there. It'll be Wednesday 8 p.m. Uh, register in the in the, the link below. it's absolutely free. Uh, it won't be waffle. I'll give you a lot of good content there. Uh, so so do join me. and yeah, we're in, we are in challenging times. I mean there's another bank in trouble in America uh, and 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 I think that we're going to see more banks failing, more of these smaller banks failing and maybe that the Federal Reserve refusing to bail them out. You know that in the UK uh, you get financial compensation scheme. you might have had one of these letters from your from your bank. Uh, it says you're guaranteed 85,000 per depositor per bank so if you've got more than 85,000 in the bank in one particular bank you're only covered by this compensation scheme if the bank fails up to 85,000 then interestingly the bank of england wants to raise this uh, the federal reserves figure is 250,000 bank of england wants to raise this i wonder why they suddenly said this they want to raise this compensation level higher and let the banks pay for that uh, I've also read something that they may be changing the way they bail out people. They might be changing it. And instead of giving you cash, they'll give you shares in the bank. But I, I don't know if that's true. I've just read something about that. It might be unsubstantiated. Anyway, I think that we're going to see a lot of more problems ahead. Um, you know, big supermarket chains, Tesco's and Sainsbury's announced a fall in profits, even though they've increased sales. Now, that. This is funny. They said, yes, we've had a fall in profits uh, because we've tried to help our customers by charging them less prices, uh, help them through these tough times. Yeah, right. <laughs> they've been overcharging us for, for decades and they've only had to reduce their prices because of competition like Aldi and Lidl coming in and Poundland undercutting them, which meant they had to cut their prices I'm going to get my washing up liquid for stuff like this. You know, you can buy this now in Poundland for 50p or two for a pound. The supermarkets used to charge two or three pounds for that. So come on, pull the other one, as they say, it's got bells on. They're suffering because of competition. Yeah, they've never had higher costs as well. But believe me, things are tough out there. It's a cutthroat market. So you've got to shop around and get the best deals for you. Don't necessarily rely on loyalty to one particular bank. Uh, or or uh, a supermarket or brand you've got to really shop around to get the best deal for you so there you go Uh, join me for my money management uh, webinar next wednesday 8 p.m and i will see you there for some great content and and learn something maybe help you maybe turn your life around this could be the turning point for you just the fact that you've seen this video today thanks a lot this is charles kelly money tips i will see you in the very near future thank you